Hello, and welcome back to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the 40K podcast where you get to write the script. I'm your host, Marcus, and joining me today, we got Choo Choo Trainwreck. How's it going? What's up? Welcome. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, uh, back on again to read with me some crazy lore. Yeah, looking forward to it. This one seems like it's 100% made up, and I like that. Um, it's about Chaos Seraphim Space Marines. And uh, just like a little bit of backstory before we go into this one. Um, Seraphon are like from Warhammer Fantasy. There was, was like lizard, uh, that lizard race. Oh, shit. Yeah, I never got into AOS or anything like that, so that's yeah. news to me. Yeah, yeah. So they're, they're taking them and trying to put them into 40K and, you know, it's a big galaxy. There has to be a fucking Xenos that looks like a lizard. So, well, if did they really escape the Imperium? I mean, you don't do, know. Do, do, do. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to read this one. I'm, I'm curious to see how he portrays them, how he kind of brings them into the setting and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm also digging the pictures that he added with this. Yeah. Yeah. He has a couple cool conversions. The coolest one being like uh, Imperial Knight Armager. But uh, it's got like a lizard tail coming out the back. It almost looks like it's a dragon wearing all these plates of armor. Yeah, and then you got the dude like on his neck, like right, and then you got the guy like a like an orc buggy on the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <it's> <laughs> very fucking cool. Uh, Fuck yeah. <laughs> okay, well let, let's uh, let's get into it and read this one. Um, just a little warning: this one was worded very weirdly. It was edited, unedited, hard to say. So you know, we're just make the best of what is presented in front of us. All right, Chaos Seraphon Marines. The once busy chamber was now hollow and almost empty. Only a few torches give light to the room, where not so long ago, man fires provided light to the skink stallers, architects and astronomers working under the watchful eyes of their slan master. Now those eyes were closed, his millennium-old face in great concentration. His facial, facial muscles now, well, his facial muscles move sometimes. But apart from that, nothing moved. Not even his two reptilian guardsmen. They looked like stone statues in the low light, standing by their master's marble and gold throne. The slan's eyes opened up, and within a second or two of his skink tenders rushed to him from one corner of the chamber to provide him with some refreshments. Such an awakening did not happen too often. It was always meaningful. It always had great importance. The slan's mouth opened up and in a deep ancient voice, he bellowed, Sigmar. Sigmar appeared a few meters in front of the throne first in just a ghost form, then it materialized, taking up his mortal form. He was radiating glory, bringing light to the furthest corners of the chamber. The Saurus guards quickly locked their weapons, adopting a defensive stance to protect their master from the potential danger. Sigma, why are you here? How dare you litter my city temple with your presence? You coming here brought great danger. You make me break my concentration. The slant spoke in his deep voice. Demons pray in the nothingness of the cold void outside. My magical barrier keeps him at bay. His words echoed angrily from the stone walls. My apologies, great one, replied Sigmar. I would not be here if it was not of great importance. 
You are here now, but where were you when our world fell to the ruinous powers? Asked the mage priest accusingly. You were nowhere to be found in our hour of need. Lustria and the whole world is destroyed now because of you. If the old ones had not been so wise as to create our cities to be able to travel in the void, now all of us would be dead too. I am sorry, and I am completely understand your anger. You were lucky to have escaped the doom. Many and more were not so. Believe me, my grief is great too, answers Sigmar calmly. Hear me out, wise one. I brought news of new worlds, realms we create and built to restart our lives. Ha! frowned at this land. Good for you, now be gone. That is not all. I ask you to return to these realms with me. Chaos is back. We must protect ourselves and we need all the allies we can muster. The catastrophe must not happen again. Join us, help us defeat the forces of evil. The slant's eyes closed and he started to contemplate on what he just heard. A minute passed by before his eyes opened up once again. No, he said firmly, we shall not go back with you. That is not in the old one's great plan. Our home is no more. We are to return to them across the stars to beseech their guidance. Sigmar knew this was his final decision. There was nothing he could say to change his mind. Very well then, may you arrive at your master safely. The Salan nodded and at fast as Sigmar appeared, he was gone. You wanna take over? Yeah. I don't know if I can keep that whole deep voice going, but I'll try. <laughs> you got this. The main chamber of the temple city was once again the same quiet and hollow place it had been before Sigmar's visit. No sound at all. Nothing moved. The slan was once again in deep. The slan was once again in his deep concentration to maintain the protective barrier. You say that one. Zanlith. Zanlith, yeah. All right, let's go with that. Zanlith was used to this. He spent his entire life guarding his master, mostly standing by the throne, motionless. But his eyes were always watching, always looking for any potential danger. His senses were sharp, and his reaction time almost supernatural. Strike down the slan? He, oh, he whispered. Slike down the slan? He whispered in a voice. He looked around in the room, searching for the source of the sound. He found nothing. Minutes passed, and the silence returned. Smash his face into a shapeless, bloody pulp, and you will be rewarded. Strength, power, might, all your heart's desires will be yours. Kill him, urged the same unnatural sound. He looked around rapidly, and with his halberd ready to strike down any enemies. There were none. He returned to his statue-like stance. Bet he was worried now. There was danger. But the master was not to be disturbed. He had told him explicitly. It was down to him and his fellow guardsmen to tackle any harm that might lurk around. He was an, he was an eternity warden, the finest of the Saurus guards, the finest of the Saurus guards, the first warriors of the slums. Kill him now! Kill him now! Urged the demonic voice again. His halberd moved fast, 
His halberd moved lightning fast, closing the distance between him and the slant's head in fractions of seconds. His strike was just quick enough to knock away the blow of his counterpart to save the slant's knife. His strike was just quick enough to knock away the blow of his counterpart to save the slant's knife. Let's try that again. His strike was just quick enough to knock away the blow of his counterparts to save the slant's life. His cold-blooded instincts kicked in, and in that very moment, with merciless savagery, he was on the attack. His brethren was his brethren was not prepared for Zanleth's attack. Was not able to raise his was not able to raise his Bastilladon scale shield to defend himself. The blow hit him in the chest, sending his body up into the air flying several meters away from the throne. His rib cage was shattered and his heart blew up because of all the pressure. He was dead before his body hit the floor. Zanleth looked around, but there was no more immediate threats. Only the puzzled skinks looking back at him, rushing out from the post. Nothing, silence. A minute passed, then two. He started to hear sounds from the nearby corridors. First, he was unable to make out what it was, but as the noise grew louder, he realized there was a fight. He realized there was a fight, and it was coming towards him. Shapeless figures materialized in the throne room, covered in the flickering lights, covered in flickering fires of all colors of the rainbow. They started throwing small bolts of the fire at him, but he managed to block them with his shield. Some Sauruses entered the room from the corridors with their backs toward him. They were slowly retreating in a defensive formation. Not far behind, another rank of lizardmen followed them. His people were fighting against each other. As the bloody and brutal fighting went on, more demons came and joined the fight. They had red skin, two long horns on their heads, their tongues hanging out, twisting and twirling looking as if they were tasting the blood and the violence in the air and savoring it. Their flaming blades in their hands, ready, seeking for foes. The fight raged on and many fell. They were outnumbered. Then Zanleth, there stood Zanleth in the eye of the storm, the only remaining protector of the Slan. He slew many, but his allies slowly fell one by one. When a fellow Sars died, more of the red-skinned emerged from the blood pouring out from the fallen. He knew they would overwhelm him, but he fought on anyway. A, what's that one? Croxagor? Yeah, Croxagor. A Croxagor's gigantic mace was the last he saw before he met. A Croxagor's gigantic mace was the last sight he saw before it met his head. There was silence again. Only the four gods of the chaos, only the four gods of chaos laughed. They were filled with joy and were pleased. Their eternal foe finally broke and not only broke, but those thoughts to be incorruptible joined them. The temple city shook as it was steered into a new direction, into the eye of terror. Wow. Okay. Wow. Not, yeah. Not the direction I thought it was going to go, but I'm very uh, pleased with it. I think. I'm um, still looking for the chaos marines, but 
I yeah I yeah I don't know why he calls them chaos marines maybe just as like uh like an easy kind of go-to in your mind the way he converted them is he did take like chaos space marines he put lizard bits on them but yeah yeah, like, yeah. um okay. yeah so very interesting they he, he lots of people have talked about how like 40k and fantasy and age of sigmar might be connected just because they have the same chaos gods and kind of a lot of the same themes and stuff yeah um yeah like i've always kind of joked around that like uh fantasy world was just some random backwater planet in the imperium that was never discovered and sigmar was a primarch <laughs> who landed on that planet and that's why he was so much better on that planet than everybody else. And it's not the perfect theory, but it's a fun little thing to joke around with. Wait, was it a female Primarch? <laughs> no such thing, get out! <laughs> That's all I know in all three of these settings, there's no such thing. <laughs> so let me ask this question then. Yeah. Sigmar, I don't know fantasy that well. Is Sigmar a character? Yeah, so in fantasy, Sigmar was a character who literally came from the heavens on a comet. And he, I believe, like matured faster he was stronger he was quicker smarter all those type of traits and he basically founded the empire and eventually uh, then okay. returned back into the sky i believe is did he return back into the sky or did he die i forget um but basically that's kind of him so he's like this mythological creature he not creature human and he wielded like that hammer the official war hammer of fort or you know oh okay yeah. so is is this story saying that that myth that guy showed up to the salon so then what happens um just to give you the the next piece of the puzzle here so then they created age of sigmar that setting and in that uh -huh. setting sigmar is actually a god um he's a god of like different realms or whatever so when he uh -huh. went to fantasy um he kind of tried to affect it but then you know he was banished or whatever and had to go back to the multiverse and now he kind of rules from there. So it's kind oh, of the okay. same character, but it's like, it's all fucked and weird. And I don't think GW did a good job explaining kind of the transfer of it, but that's neither here nor there. No, I, I think it works with the story. I mean, yeah. I, like I said, I don't know much about it, but the fact that he's some messenger guy coming and talking to this dude was, uh, the slime yeah. was actually pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, like he's the god of order in Age of Sigmar. Um, and like, yeah, the god of order has many different servants and stuff. And uh, yeah, it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool that the way they did it. Like, it, it was interesting. Uh, they were talking about even, they brought up the old ones in this. And yes. how uh, <laughs> he wants to go back to presumably the Milky Way galaxy to talk to the old ones and like to get their kind of um, opinion on things. Yeah, it's interesting to to think when this actually takes place in yeah. 30k 40k what one of the k's yeah it could you know? be in like uh like minus 39 mil million years ago you know it could have been then or it could be in the future technically even um because like yeah the, the old ones they all died off like 60 million years ago but you know the slan and these lizard people they wouldn't necessarily know they're in a different galaxy not connected you know ah uh, okay so um, i really was oh, yeah. go ahead no no you um i was really digging the way he described the slan and how slow it was like really you get that real reptilian you know yeah. feel to him yeah 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 like the way he responds and 
barely blinking. Yeah. <laughs> I just picture a tongue slowly going up and reaching over his eyeball. <laughs> yeah. Licks the fly off. <laughs> yes. Almighty leader. <laughs> um, yeah. Reading more of this. So they talk about, they uh, kind of get possessed by demons and then they make their way to the eye of terror. So we know that this story does happen in the last 10,000 years, at least. Yeah. Um, so, and what's up with these uh, city temple things that are flying? It's like a craft world by Eldar or something? Yeah, almost. Um, like I said, I'm not super familiar. So I only got like high level overview of AOS stuff. But yeah, like in mm-hmm. Age of Sigmar, they are literally a race that travels between the stars. Um, they have spaceships and everything. I, I, I'm digging it. I think this is a great story. Yeah, I, I really like it. And then, yeah, he took this neat twist and he put them into like, uh, they get possessed and now they're chaos possessed lizard men. And uh, yeah, I like it. The only it, thing that I would like to see more on is they obviously get attacked by uh, blood letters, right? Corn yeah. demons. Yeah. But then it talks about at the end, only all the four gods were laughing because they, you know, like they were working together. It would have been yeah. nice to see like some blue horrors or pink cores or whatever yeah yeah jumping out or or describe that end but in a different way because yeah i know exactly what you're saying like all the four gods weren't involved in that like it was just yes yeah so yeah but yeah the the uh also like the uh the description of when one of the dudes one of the saurus went down uh the blood letters would come out of the gore and the blood as they they materialize that i think that was really cool yeah that's that's definitely 40k (laughs) yeah yeah um yeah, it, I kind of like it too. I was worried what he would do when he started throwing around like the old ones and stuff. And I think just the way he did it of like turning them chaos and like just twisting them and their motives, it makes it so, yep. yeah, like they're not, their goal is not to now meet the old ones. And now you have to figure out their relation with the old ones. And now it's just about chaos and that, that everyone can kind of understand and get behind easily enough. Yeah, exactly. And you can branch off with this and try to go into more about this. Now the city temple that's not flying towards the eye of terror, where there are any survivors, what happens to the, the salon? We, they don't talk about it, right? Yeah. We yeah, know yeah. that the bodyguard dies, but what happens to the other guy? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I really like this. I, w- I want to see more. And this dude's clearly passionate about this project because yeah, like we we're saying at the beginning of the episode, he has a bunch of sweet pictures on here of uh, all the conversions that he has. Yeah. I wonder if he plays them as uh, chaos space Marines. I would imagine, I would imagine that's what he does and that's how he kind of makes them um, tabletop legal. Yeah. I know, you know, that's one thing I, I dig about the chaos uh, space Marines and like maybe orcs, you can convert the hell out of the models and still yeah. get away with it and be like, somebody's not going to call you. I'm like, no, that's not the way the Imperial fist looked. Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah exactly. Chaos, bitch. Come on. Yeah. It's um, Prove me wrong. The one sweet conversion he has, it's the master of possession model in the chaos space Marine range. And basically he's put some lizard men arms on it and a lizard men head on it, but just the pose and seeing this cool, like uh, bone tooth, jagged sword, kind of there's flames coming off the yeah. back of them. It looks very fucking cool. Yeah. It is pretty badass. <sighs> Although yeah. I would put him on a bigger base. Mm. You want to get him into more contact. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hero characters belong on 32s. Come on. Oh, yes. Come on. We all know this. <laughs> we all know this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, nah. 
I liked it. I, I honestly want to uh, hear more and see where you take this. I'm genuinely curious. It's a very good, like, we don't need to just write about the things we know in 40k. We don't even need, just need to know, write about space marine chapters. We can come up with our own unique alien races. You know, we can yes. come up with stuff technically from even outside the galaxy and bring it in if we wanted to. It's a whole big world. Yeah, it's it's exact. I mean, there, there's so much out there. The sandbox is huge. And I really like it when people branch out and just start, you know, fuck it. What else can you think about? You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like just touching things that we just never talk about, you know, we, I, I, I've had enough conversations about female space marines, you know, I just, we just, <laughs> you know, we, I was, I was kind of hoping we were going to get that story today, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, but we can go other places <laughs> with 40k lords. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> you you can do female reptilian chaos space marines. That's okay. <laughs> as, as long as those reptiles have mammary glands aka titties, yes i'm yes I, i'm for it <laughs> and there has to be more than two yeah. <laughs> oh god chaos chaos <laughs> this was I, I uh totally want to encourage the author to put these pictures on the discord because they're really cool yeah 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 they're super sweet. I'll have to remember too as well, but very cool. Well, I, I don't know if I have anything else to say beyond, I, I definitely want to hear more. I, I agree. This was a really good jump up point. It really got the brain juices flowing. Yeah. And yeah. Very cool. Well, uh, thank you. I don't even know if I said who wrote this. Um, it was written by... Sigmar. Sigmar wrote this one. <laughs> ah. Okay. Okay. Sorry, this is actually important to figure out who the fuck wrote this. Oh, no, it is. Okay, this one was written by, um, his name is M, and then it's A with a squiggly line above it, T, E, and then a squiggly line above it. So like, Matei, Matei? Oh, I buy it. No. Sure, whatever, <laughs> fuck it. Um, yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much for writing the story. We really did like it and definitely write more. And uh, Trainwreck, thank you for joining me. Oh, thanks for having me. It's always fun. Yeah, man. Uh, well, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, don't forget to send in your lore and we'll see you on the next episode of Lorehammer Listener Lore. Deuces. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.